What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. What's in the box? And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, to another episode of What's Your Position podcast, a full frontal of epic proportions. I decided one day I had a brainchild and I thought to myself, what do people love most about podcasts? And all of my friends listen to murder podcasts, like all about you crime. You ladies eat that shit up. Eat it up. That's what she said. <laughs> so I thought maybe we could just combine a sex podcast and a murder podcast and talk about the sexual deviance of serial killers. And I brought on the episode um, not only an expert in the field because she has a degree in this exact thing that we're talking about but because she is obsessed with crime forensics psychological crime things all about crime she wants to be stabler or or Benson yeah I mean you could probably just mix the two what would that be Dr. Wong Dr. Wong dun dun um, Bun 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 Bun. Hi, Maddie Rose is Hello. back on the podcast for the nineteen millionth time. Wow! And w- thank you. No, really, like you've on it like all the time because you're perfect thank and lovely, you. and you have great things to talk about. Thank you. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about: sexual deviance and serial killers. But before we get into that, I'm going to go ahead and just drop my tip of the day, or. My tip of the day. Tip of the day. Okay. That was great. Be- it's a really good singer. <laughs> That's horn blow for you. Um, I couldn't think of a tip for serial killers. I don't want to give you tips on how to be a sexual serial killer or how to have sexual deviance. So this tip is completely off chapter. Like it's not even in the same book. Good. Five things to do for your mental health this week. Mm-hmm. Love it. Challenge yourself to unfollow any accounts on social media that have a negative impact on your mental health. Do you have any social media accounts that you feel like you could probably unfollow? I actually do that frequently. Like I'll go through and I'm like, yeah, this just doesn't spark joy. Who are you? Also, shout out to Bunky, whose favorite phrase is, does this spark joy? (laughs) What's her name? Anna something? Something. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I do that frequently. Okay. We also have somebody in the room who doesn't have a microphone and he, I'm not going to just say his name or anything, but like he's sitting in and hanging out. Do you have accounts that you could probably unfollow? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, that there are things that you're looking at that are probably not the best mentally for you. So go ahead. Unfollow someone today. (laughs) Make that a challenge. Write down three things that you are grateful for each day at the beginning or the end. Producer. Would you rather do it at the beginning or the end of the day? What you're grateful for? Throughout the day. You want to write down whatever you're thankful for as you're thankful for it. Yeah. That's a very zen living in the now moment. It, it comes to me. Like okay. I'll, I'll be walking like in my backyard. Because you're not going to remember at the end of the day? What if you do it in the beginning that way? It's like 
like creating the day, like creating you a go positive. With that in mind, I did it at the end of the day for like six months last year. I wrote down three things I was thankful for, and then I just stopped doing right. it. But it was nice at the end of the day because I could kind of go through my day, and it sort of helped me like jog my memory about parts of my day that were good. So I guess there's arguments for all three. That's great that we all three have an answer. Practice the five, four, three, two, one grounding exercise. This is great for anyone who has anxiety. Um, whenever you're experiencing negative feelings or anxiety, you want to find five things that you can see, four things you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing you can taste. You know what I can taste right now? Huatclo. Our unofficial sponsor? Our unofficial sponsor, White Claw. The new pack, number three. Mm, love her. With the blackberry and the pineapple. Are you having the blackberry? I'm having the blackberry. Mm, right it's delicious. It's delicious. Say no to shit you don't want to do. Did you know that no is a complete sentence? Yeah. I didn't know that for a really long time. Isn't that fun? Take an hour or two to become absorbed in something. A book, a movie, a program. We don't always have to be doing something. And, and a lot of times people think that like True. you're not moving or or doing an exercise or doing some sort of project that you're not being productive. But if you're exercising your brain and you're calming yourself down and you're enjoying the moment, that actually is doing something that's taking care of yourself. So having said those five things, please make sure you take care of yourself mentally, physically. I also want to give a shout out to the LGBTQI community because it is the last day of Pride Month. It is June 30th. And I didn't do a single LGBTQ episode this month. And I'm mad at myself. I should have. But it's okay. We strive for next year. We could have cut that out and we could have just made one and then like posted it. You're right. But it would have been dur- wouldn't have been during this month. It so wouldn't, I wouldn't have sent it out during this month. Right, and my right. listeners know when I lie. No, it's true. You're a bad liar. I'm a terrible liar. Yeah. It's awful. I would make a horrible serial killer. Awful. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm really In fact, I can't do this and now I can't leave. And and so we're going to live together forever. And I need to be cuddled at night though. If you could just cuddle me, Me. that would be good. And I I need need my sound machine. Yeah. Oh God, I have to go get that. I'll bring it to you and we can listen to it together. Don't (laughs) just stay here. Just come with me. (laughs) We're going to talk about serial killers today and serial killing with a sexual deviance influence. So I wanted to go ahead and give the the universe an understanding of what sexual deviance is. Mm. It's really frustrating, actually. I looked up super like the definition of sexual deviance has changed Throughout the course. Well, criminology is changing always. But deviance in general. Deviance Deviance used to be masturbation. It used to be sodomy. It used to be homosexuality. You know, just not like a societally correct sexual activity. Right. So this is a great story from Foucault, who wrote a lot of philosophy and psychology books, and he wants to give an example of how to explain deviance. For many years in a village, there were a few men who had no house and no family. They wandered around, they did work in exchange for shelter. Sometimes these men would play games with young girls called curdled milk. It was a sexual game. It occurred many times on the outskirts of the village. However, one day, a farmhand decided to play this game and the girl's parents called the authority and the man was taken away to be medically examined and separated from society, going so far as to measure his facial bone structure. 
So whether one views that game as right or wrong, what used to be a social acceptable practice is now a pathological deviant behavior. So we all view these behaviors through a moral lens. So sexual deviance, I just want to give like a, an overview of what deviance means. So like it used to mean sodomy. It can mean bestiality. It can mean pedophilia. It can mean having sex before marriage. Um, deviance has so many words and I don't want people to think of these criminals as deviance, right? Because that's not a word that I want associated with someone who is a serial killer who has a sexual fetish. Yeah, that would be a very on paper term, but right. not like anything that like holds any Right, because the word deviance <laughs> is so malleable. Right. To whatever exactly. is going on. If he on. did a lot of things, he's just a deviant. He's a he deviant. did it all. He's a deviant. He's done everything. But like we yeah. use that word in society. Deviating to, to, from the norm. Exactly. But what's the norm is what's the norm today. Not, not being a murderer. Well, no. So <laughs> being a murderer is bad, right? But masturbation is not bad. Right. But that used to be considered a deviant. And then homosexuality was in the DSM as a sexual deviation in the I 70s. Think how crazy it is now, though, that we're in such a later decade that in the olden days, some people don't even know that. Like, we think that way. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even that long ago. Okay, but yeah, but it kind of was, though. It was like 50 years ago. Yeah. And there's a lot of new thinking now where no one would think Never. masturbation no. is deviant. Right. They're all thinking rape and murder. Right. Like, and sexual crimes. And that actually leads to what we're going to talk about in a minute about serial killers, but, like, why there were serial killers in that time span because you know there were so many serial killers between the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s and it really didn't progress much beyond that right and there's actually something to be said for why during that time frame mm -hmm. versus right now yeah there's less sexual serial killers and there's less serial killers in general and the the sit or the um states communicate with the, right. the police forces. Oh, right. Who? What's what, Ted Bundy did Ted that? Bundy? Yeah, Ted Bundy's case did that. So, before we begin, producer, I told Maddie the other day about how John <gasps> was involved in an actual I like serial killer uh, situation. I know we've talked about it before on the podcast, but would you just give a quick synopsis because we're kind of talking about like sexual deviance and serial killers, and this is. Huge. The night stalker. I have to go, actually. Um, my mom's outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, before my stepdad was married to my mom, he was married <clears throat> to his ex-wife, and they had three daughters living in Diamond Bar San or Walnut. Oh, yeah, no, Walnut. he worked in Walnut. San Dimas. I think it was Walnut. Um, and he was working at the jail, and um, so he had weird, like, hours, so he'd be you know, four to four p.m. to four a.m. kind of stuff. So he'd be, you know, in and out. She would never know really when he was coming in and out of the house. And one night in the middle of the night, um, she got woken up by a loud bang and went downstairs thinking John came home, you know, from work and nothing was there. And they had a window by their kind of by the, in the living room that was painted shut, like it never was open. And she looked and it was open. 
And so she turned all the lights on and she called John. He's like, hey, are you home? What's up? She's like, no, I'm, I'm still at work. What's going on? And she says, I think someone broke in. So he came home and the cops came and uh, come to find out in the garden, he had left a footprint. Richard Ramirez, mm-hmm. the Night Stalker. And that and they left and they got a cast. And that was mm-hmm. the one thing they, they were trying to find was like a footprint and they finally got it. And so they were like that close. The last. From they were the awesome. last. I think they were the last people. They were, I think he, I think he went, killed a couple well, no, I think well, I think was it wasn't the last. They knew who he was, and then yeah. they couldn't oh, catch him for a while, go. so yeah. he still kept doing it. The Wing Walkers, I believe. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. or maybe Did, that was the Zodiac. Maybe that's that was the Zodiac. how. No, it, yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Right. but that's how like the the Neighborhood Watch came about. Hmm. But hit really. Well, it really solidified because they were like, we they caught. They're the ones that caught him. Oh yeah. They found. They saw him running from a house. Some old lady tackled him. Yelled out in Spanish, like you know. The devil, the devil, go get the devil. And they yeah, were like, oh, shit. They pummeled him to the ground and citizen arrested him until to the, the cops, cops came. Yeah. Richard like, Ramirez? Yes. Have you seen the documentary? I did. I, oh. After John's episode, I stopped watching. Oh, yeah. If my stepdad okay. is featured in the Night Stalker documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Him and his ex-wife. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing. And apparently it's, they're supposed to be doing like a real narrative version of it. That's ooh. not supposed to be... That one him was very cop-heavy, like, we did it, bro, we yeah. did yeah. it, boys, we did it, boys. A little cocky. Like, it was a little cocky Let's talk me. about the trauma that Richard may have experienced, now that it justifies, mm. but, like, we care about him, yeah. not you. Actually, let's talk about that. So, mm. Is that what this podcast is about? That is Weird. what this podcast is huh. about. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and talk a, a little bit about sexual assault and a little bit about sexual deviance in another term. Like, a lot of people think of, like, um, sexual assault and deviance as, like, people who take kids and and run off with them and and these people are random strangers and it creates this stranger danger idea but whereas serial killers may find victims that they don't know that's usually their mo is people they have no attachment to um except for one group of people who usually kill people they know but um for an individual to take and molest a child, it's typically someone you know. 95% of sexual assault cases, whether it be underage or, or uh, 18 and over, is someone who knows the victim. And a third of the time um, in a child abuse case, it's someone's family member. So uh, actually pedophilia and sex abuse in minors is actually not a high ref- recidivism rate whereas serial killing obviously they kill over and over and over again until someone stops them serially. they serially kill them like serial no but it's like for serial it's like serial it's like serial, it's like serial. no but it's actually serial actually more than three more to count no it's two three three or more i i printed so many things that said two three or more okay um Whereas people who abuse children without actually going the extra mile and ending that mm-hmm. child is going to probably never offend again once they get caught. There's actually only a 3% recidivism rate for child molesters once they get caught because they actually don't commit as many offenses as people think that they do. They don't. They Most people who experience that sexual deviance of pedophilia never offend, never um go near children it's it's more of the thought and they know it's bad and they know it's wrong so they they avoid it as much as possible the problem with serial killers is they may have these thoughts 
and they are unable struggling to, to control yeah. them. But think about how many ser- er, pedophile cases we hear that are like they've reoffended. But think how low that number is. Mm-hmm. So think how big that number yeah, of actual pedophiles right. must be. You're right. You're right. Because, because we, we hear see, a lot. We of still it. see yeah. so many. Yeah. So the reason they say that serial killers. Uh, especially ones with a sexual fetish are offending. Do you know why? I'm sorry, what? The reason that people become serial killers? Generally, it is, yes. So for males, generally it's neglect or like loneliness as a child, typically abuse. The parents were not there, separated, substance abuse sexual or physical abuse so what makes a child from a broken home myself my mom has been married Mm -hmm. and divorced five times Mm -hmm. i didn't turn into a serial killer so what is the extra click without divulging into your own personal information you weren't subjected to like the there's an amount of just thing i mean i don't know it's for one of some of the more extreme people like Ted Bundy or like Eileen or, mm-hmm. um, you know, other those, those, you know, high profile ones, Richard Ramirez, you uh-huh. know, they didn't have love ever. Right. Nobody loved them. Right. And, but then there's others like Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. Or, um, BTK. Right. And they're they lived, a well to do little yeah. family in little same, Milwaukee. Same with the green river killer up in Seattle where I'm from his family. He lived a complete the green river. Yeah. Com- Gary Ridgway? Um, Maybe we're thinking of two different people. Maybe. But Gary Ridgway had a very, he was the Green River Killer. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, no. He had there was another hard. one where he ha- he was married and like they found everything and like everybody thought he was normal and everything was fine and then all of a sudden there was like bodies in the backyard. Oh, John Wayne Gacy. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's the one. The clown killer. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like Ed Gein, too. Everyone thought he was like the right. best guy around in town. Yeah. And yes. to find out he was had furniture. So like, Buffalo Bill. Do yeah. you think it's, do you think they're born That's that way? the whole theory of nature but versus nurture. what do you think? I think that every there's a predisposition everybody's born with and then certain factors in your life come at you and whether or not you're able to like you know how people get rejected cool sure. everybody's been rejected before. it doesn't matter if you love him or capital h-i-m i'm dead what is this you know what this is Just in honor of pride month because you were born this way <gasps> oh my god Sorry, continue. Right. Continue. So were you born this way? Everyone has a, there's this thing, not to get all clinical, there's this like. No, get clinical. That's why I brought you on the fucking episode. thing I love to talk, like this diathesis stress model is what it's called. So everyone's born with like a certain amount of stress. That they're allowed to have or before you reach this something. Boiling Exactly. Sure. So your thermometer starts at 60. You have a twin. You're both born with different amounts, even though you're tw- you're a twin. Wow. Just because, whatever. So one person could experience the same amount of things, and it'd be different. So <laughs> her, period, her. as Lady Gaga says, he's not. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, Some people really are born. Wait, 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 wait. 
diathesis stress, stress model. model. And mm-hmm. so, so that is like, if you looked at a thermometer and mine was empty and yours was at 60, mm-hmm. that means if we experienced the, the same, same stressor, mm-hmm. a divorce, mm-hmm. yours would raise to a hundred before mine would. Right. What determines the diathesis stress model? It's just your genetic, you as a person, like your okay. genetics, your. Did you see Soul? It's just a model. By the way, the Disney movie Soul. Soul Surfer? No, no, no. Soul. Recently? Mm-hmm. Soul? No. Great. Okay. In this movie, they send souls into these little huts. And some of them get anxiety and some of them get excitability and some of them get... I've um, never even heard of that. How cute. It's a great movie. But, yeah. It's a great movie. But at that that just makes me think about, like... Um, like one She's person's, I'm getting, yeah, sorry, I'm glitting our unofficial sponsor. Sorry, sorry. That just makes me think about our, like, our souls as they are. Like, you never know what your genetics are going to hold. And yeah. it's miraculous when individuals who go through the same exact thing, twins who go through the same exact thing, come out completely different. God, I love a twin study. But that you're able mm. to um, recognize what's happening right. and, like, control it sure and live a normal life and be like relatively happy sure as opposed to there are tons of people who have been abused or molested who don't become right molesters or abusers or serial killers right so these individuals you're saying were born with maybe something else going on no i think they just didn't have the ability mentally or to 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 see it objectively like to see the other side and be like yeah okay. yeah dude you you were rejected but it's okay like it's okay to be rejected love. Like, right yeah bro there like, was a guy who went on a rampage unfortunately in santa barbara do you remember this guy I exactly who i was referring to when i said those exact a bmw words. and he he killed, sat in the car yeah, and, and filmed he killed himself. a bunch of fucking mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. in sororities he's the they, one that started the incel movement yeah because they fucking rejected him mm-hmm. but rejection Robert, you ever been rejected? Oh, yeah. Uh, senior prom. Uh, got, think, denied three times by three different girls. Did you become a serial killer? I'm not telling you. <laughs> okay. okay, call the police. Okay, so no, I have I am, to go. <laughs> I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> so, like, I, that makes a whole fucking lot like, of sense. That really does, There's actually. just people that are, you're just not able to look, it's not all about you. No, like, yeah. In the nicest way, yeah. the world does not... Right. Like fix it. So narcissism is one of the things that numerous, numerous psychologists, forensic psychologists, behavioral psychologists, they all get together and they decide like this is the profile of a serial killer. Usually narcissistic and antisocial are the exact sociopathic. And well, yeah. But narcissistic is the number Mm -hmm. one trait that all of these individuals have. Um, They usually have some sort of abuse themselves. Um, They've gone through physical, mental, or sexual abuse. They uh, feel isolated or shame. So rejection. um, They feel like they're lonely, man. Um, It's it's frustrating because then you wonder how these people get involved in the act of hurting someone or hurting themselves. And they say that there are three things the FBI believes a serial killer, especially one with a sexual component, uh, bases their decision on. Are you ready? Can I, can I yes. guess on one of them? Oh my God, yeah, you can totally guess. Killing animals. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. How they choose who they're going to kill. 
Oh, sorry. I thought no. you were doing the more profile thing about. Oh no, but we can. Actually. This is a profile. Oh. So the profile. No, no, oh. you're right. No, he's right though. So a profile of someone who is going to become a serial killer. What oh. would you say that is? Exactly, like neglect, abuse, t- killing, torturing animals, mm-hmm. weird fantasies, mm-hmm. a lonely, bullied, isolative. Okay, I want everyone to hear those traits and remember them in a minute. Mm. So, the FBI says a serial kill- killer bases his victims off three things. Availability, vulnerability, desirability. Mm. Okay, and that doesn't have to be sexual in nature. Availability is determined by the lifestyle of the victim. So um, are they married? Are they single? Are they at home every night at 5 p.m.? Do they leave the back door unlocked? Um, Do they have a dog? Do they have friends that come over all the time? These are things that make a serial killer kind of take notice. Vulnerability. to the extent at which the victim is at risk. So walking down the street, hitchhiking, um, being alone, not having mace on you, um, you know, being leaving your doors unlocked. That's another vulnerability aspect. And desirability. It's very subjective. So each serial killer has a different desire, whether it be, you know, I'm, I want to kill people because I want to collect their insurance money. So women who are serial killers they you know look for a specific kind of guy an yes. older man who is rich since you, since I you brought that up that. Oh. I, I mean you might bring it up later but is there studies on women yes, yes. i'm gonna bring it up later okay yes. i am yes all okay. about guys yeah well, i'm gonna bring that I, up. I looked up earlier just as a general overview they said men like we've already talked about the neglect and then we go, and they're most likely like just men average dudes white white male Mm -hmm. yes women they said are usually young uneducated impoverished impoverished and they usually do it as like you know a justice for wrongdoing like revenge or for money yeah typically men the reason they become serial killers is mental illness and sexual deviance trauma women typically will become serial killers for financial gain or uh, for uh, like moving ahead in in life, basically. If you'd even say serial kill, you'd say killer almost. Like m- no, there's been well, some seriously some. horrifying women killers. There's actually one I read about in in Australia. Yeah, I was gonna say all the Australia ones are out something? there in Australia. Yes, or, or all the, the UK, ones are in Australia. UK, UK too. Yes, there's one from the 1800s, and she killed 400 children. Oh, the nurse lady running. No. Oh. This woman was running a fake foster home and getting money from people and just murdered these babies and threw them in the backyard. The ba- yep, yep, yep. The then babies. there was a nurse. There was a nurse, I think, in the UK who angel killed a, the angel of death, who killed all of her patients with like overdoses of their medic of their pain medication. They, need, they wanted they it. They needed it. It was they better. They wanted it. And most of these patients were in the recovery unit. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't on their way out. They had like a cancer, uh, like a single, a single cell, or like a pneumonia, <laughs> like a single, like COVID. a single COVID, <laughs> like a COVID, like asymptomatic, like basically. Um, so the desirability can be based on ethnicity, as with Jeffrey Dahmer, gender, again Jeffrey Dahmer, mm. age, body type, or other criteria established by the serial killer. Now, interestingly enough, BTK, I'm pretty sure, didn't care. 
His were a lot of older women, which was so interesting. But there was children too. His were right. It didn't. His was more on availability and exactly. Just but he didn't necessarily him. have a sexual deviance in the home. He would take souvenirs home and be yes. and get sexually aroused by the souvenirs. But his main thing was to um, reenact the crime scene, basically right. with their clothing on, right and take pictures of himself right exactly and tied up yeah how he put so them. he didn't necessarily care he about didn't care who it was who he they were a body. it was a body the yes. desirability is a human being to picture he right. wanted to wear their stuff so yeah. think about availability vulnerability and desirability when we talk about the three that we're going to talk about um so interesting i thought that it's very crazy to me that serial killers were so such a fad it seemed like in the 70s and the 80s it was that no crime talking via state thing i mean it was like it was here that? in all utah oh yeah no crime here oh and it yeah. was the biggest thing yeah there were 770 serial killers throughout the united states in the 70s and the 80s 670 in the 1990s and a plummet to just over 200 in 2015. Wow. So it's a huge collapse in serial killing. But I'd like to propose an idea. Do you think the modern day serial killer is a mass shooter? Don't I don't want to answer that question because I don't want to give them that like, oh, yeah, she gave me that so, title. I actually want you to ponder that as we continue talking, because I was reading about like the kinds of people that they are. And that's the, what they want. They, that's what they want to be is a serial killer. So, right. Let's talk about that. In the 70s, but in the 70s, not, but in the 70s and the 80s, getting the title of serial killer was like a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It was so important to the BTK killer that he not only named himself, but sent poetry and written documents to the media right. and the police. The Zodiac killer did the same. But the guy that did the mass or the spree shooting out of the van, I can't think of his name. Oh, no. um, I don't care what his name is. Oak, uh, it wasn't Oklahoma, my God. The DC sniper. Oh yeah, he is not a serial killer. He no. is a mass shooter. He's a spree killer. He's a spree They're killer different. because there's differences. Mass shooters are not. Serial they actually killers. consider gang members spree killers exactly. as well. Exactly. They're not serial killers no, either. They're not. But I'm wondering if these lonely white men. No, they're mass shooters. They wanted to do a one and done. They wanted to do a go all out and bye. But now that there's more like focus on forensic evidence and there's more communication between the states and there's more focus on like security. Everyone has cameras. Everybody's got CCTV. Everybody's got the nest. The everybody you can't kill people that way anymore so does this orb yeah, a serial killer wouldn't care but no does the orb of serial killer now belong inside a mass shooter and because they can't get to anything else they take everyone out at once no i think they're still very different you think they're different mm -hmm. but there were no mass shooters back then there were they there definitely were absolutely there have been some since the Oh, for 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 oh, that's ever. true. The post office man, that's Forever. true. Ever there have been there have been a lot more but, than you think. So then, the why girl do who you hated think? Mondays? The girl no, who hated I know. Mondays. The girl who hated Mondays. I know she was the first school shooter. I, but but like, what about? But so then, why 
was there this surge of serial killers in the 70s and the 80s, and now there's not? It, it really, like I said, was the n- lack of talking between state lines and them have knowing, having no idea that these people were going to different states or you think, counties. Do even? you think security has anything? To, like, now Absolutely, we have cameras That's everywhere. what I mean, is they realized, oh, shit, we can't just leave our doors open anymore? That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> we should talk to other counties? That's insane. Like, <laughs> I will tell old you, old municipal, uh, like, state thing of 14 people <laughs> and a horse? <laughs> like, oh. Uh, huh. Or I have a twist on that. Or... Have serial killers gotten so good with watching CSI and knowing okay. how the FBI works that we just don't know they exist? No, now they're all schizophrenic. Okay. <laughs> so they don't watch TV because it talks to them. Because it tells them to kill. Because it tells them to kill. Kill. Beautiful. Take off your shirt. Take off your clothes. Okay. Another thing I wanted to say is do you think it might be because people are in jail longer? So like back in no 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 no, no. Hear, hear me out Ted Bundy went to jail for assault um Jeffrey Dahmer went to jail for a sex crime I would There was no sex again. there was no sex registry back then No I know it, that's exactly my point is they didn't create those things they didn't have those things back then He was arrested in different counties right. so they had no But prior I'm saying knowledge. like but but now sex offenders go to jail for like 10 because years Because there's a registry and people right. know oh you did something in Idaho so, well, you're in California now bitch People go to jail I just had a fucking patient who went to jail for 20 years because yeah. she cooked meth Yeah like they have records now they didn't have that before You so, had a paper ID I feel like the the incarceration the incarceration system in America has maybe helped the decline Absolutely, of serial killers. because you can track the old people. Because I really even... don't think there's a lot of positive things about the incarceration system in this country, no. but that might be one of them. They're tracking us. No, but they really are. No, but they are. But like not you specifically, no, but, but just though. everybody. And the DNA evidence. So right. like we that's weren't, huge. that's huge. I it had was, to give mine when the, I got my the DUI, they the Golden made State, me give it. The Golden State Killer, mm, who mm, wasn't mm, found mm, out mm, until mm, the 2000s, mm, but holy fuck that guy. Or 17. That guy killed how many people? 17? Um, no, like, okay, yeah, actually, yeah. But he was con- er, linked to over 30 other exactly. m- rapes, murders, because and of DNA. assaults. Because of DNA. What happened to him? Did he die? No, he's on track. He's, no, he's waiting. He waiting. Are you ready for my statistic? Mm-hmm. He yeah, he was a cop. That motherfucker. Thank mm-hmm. you with that little tidbit. My stat of the day. 13 you ready? murders, 50 rapes, and 120 burglaries. Yeah, buddy. Between 73 and 86. And you know why he started? Is because he was like engaged or dating this girl or something, and she rejected him. No. Yep. And then he was so upset, and he was a cop, and he got caught stealing like some weird items from the store, and no one thought anything of it. And then he literally went and committed all, like the crime started after she rejected him. That's insane. And they were mostly couples and women. Oh my god! Well, all the rapes obviously were women, but clearly like, the assaults were women. The only murders they accumulated were men people. and women. Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna say my stat of the day, and then we're gonna take a break because I have to tinkle. Mm. So, the United States has three times the amount of serial killers per capita than any country in the world. It has produced 3,200 serial known serial killers. Okay? 
three times more than any other country. What percentage of the world's serial killers come from the United States? Maybe say 25%. Okay. And I'm going to let you guess as well, man without a microphone or a name. I will say about 80, 85. 80%? You have to pick one. 80. Man without a microphone says 80. Our guest of the day, Fun Buns, says 25. It's Dr. Fun Bun. I'm sorry. It's Dr. Fun Bun. <laughs> Producer? Recently MD. Uh, I'll say 50%. I'll go right, the, right in between both of them. 50%. Okay. Come back after the break and I will actually give you the statistic right away because we're gonna talk about three specific sexual deviant serial killers when we get back. everyone it's Corey and robert from the so so screwy podcast a little background on us i've been a school teacher for seven years i have a brand new baby and i love to read and i've been working in the film industry for the past six years i don't want kids and the most reading i do is netflix captions every week Corey and i scrutinize movies music video games food and everything in between we have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories Plus, some amazing musicians we know like The Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny podcast. Welcome back, fellow humans, to our sexual deviance in serial killers episode. Full frontal with our doctor, um, Fun Bun. Hello. Present. <laughs> and our man without Hold a on. microphone. M- MD, murder doctor. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. Yes. Who is the best at researching people about knowing who's on the sex offender registry? Me. You. Me. You're the best. 
Thank you. you. Detective Bun Bun. Thank you. And we have the man without a microphone, and we also have our producer. Um, I'm going to give you the stat of the day right fucking now in the hopes that you'll just stick around until the end, even though I normally give it out at the end. Um, the United States has three times more serial killers per capita than any country in the world. What percent of serial killers has the United States produced? Man without a microphone said 80%. Dr. Fun Bun said 25%. Murder doctor. Murder doctor. Uh, producer said 50. The answer is 67. So right wow. in between I man without a microphone. Price is right style goes to me. It's wow. always the price is right style. So it is the closest without going over, Ooh. which wow. is a bummer for the man without a microphone. But I really thought it was less. Other countries. Um, 19 other... times more than but England. When are those stats though? That's ever. Ever. Okay. Ever. You, the UK has 166. The United States has 3,000. Well, known I know because I'm like we had all killers. those like during that time, but like overall, no. England has 166. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. Um, serial killers are usually white. 73% of them are white, and the average age of 35 to 45. Producer? 26 to 26. No, I'm gonna say. Give me one number. 32. Okay. I'll go with 50 again. 33. Ah! <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Another reason I actually think that there was a huge surge in serial killers was because that is when media went 24 hours. T. Do you think that that may have had something to do with well, it? Well, then they had the CCTV in um, England and all those other countries and stuff. But I think that media played a huge role in people becoming like, I want to do this too. Like, I want my, like BTK wanted his name in the no, papers. right. And that was like the after fucking Zodiac. Zodiac like, Bye, wanted his names. Name he was in like the one papers. of the first ones to do that, though. Right, like, and then BGK was like, mm, "But he did I it." Be but you. he did it after Dahmer, after the Green River Killer, after Ted Bundy. Right, but you have to remember this was before other states knew about other crimes. Right, but also those people wanted notoriety. Right, but I'm saying BGK didn't know about Dahmer and didn't know about anybody else. They did because of the media. Right, but that I know, but not they initially. To Dahmer didn't know. They wanted to be famous. Right. BTK is different because he knew. He was in later. He's the most recent Zodiac one. Killer wanted to be famous. Yeah. But the other, they didn't start being like, I want to be like him because I saw the media until more recent. Like Dahmer didn't mm -hmm. know about that. No, that's what I'm saying. Bundy didn't media, know about that. He started that. I think media played a huge role in the 80s and the 90s. Bundy? Mm -hmm. Lols. Yeah. He was like, just look at me. Just, I'm so handsome. Infamous. I'd probably fuck though if back in the day. Stop. I'm just saying that's my you type. You would have died. Well, he's a little short. That's my type. I'm just saying that's that that my is type. my type. Okay. And so if he maybe I hate you right now. waxed his Stop. unibrow and grew like if five inches. If he looked inches, like Zac Efron, sure, I'd fuck or him. Or somebody else <laughs> who we're not going to name. I hate you so much right now. Um, the most infamous, <laughs> oldest serial killer was from the 15th century. He was a nobleman. His name was, do you know? H.H. Holmes. No, Giles de Raz. Oh. He was a soldier alongside Wait, the Joan of Arc. No, no, no. Oh. The first serial killer ever mentioned oh, in literature. Oh, no, no. 
He was a serial killer. Um, he had unfortunately um, killed children mm. after sexually torturing them. Mm. 150. He would dress them in fine clothes, force them to consume alcohol, sodomize, and then hang them. Mm. He died by guillotine, for all of you who are wondering if he got justice. Thank the fucking gods. Before he died, he cautioned parents to raise children with discipline and morality so they could avoid idleness, laziness, and excess that resulted in evil. Why do so many serial killers find God after all they've done? Dahmer did. He he converted to Christianity and preached about finding God and, and, and all this shit. Because he wanted to be rehabilitated. He felt bad. No, he didn't. Well, yes, he did. Really? He wasn't, yes. Okay. I. He's the one guy I kind of feel a little bad for. I don't. Jack the Ripper... Okay. Um, is someone who has never been identified. Another really famous sexually deviant serial killer. He killed prostitutes in London's um, lower... Where did he kill them? They the lower... they may have found it. They found DNA no. from a blanket that You're someone... You're kidding. Yep, they found DNA from a blanket that no, I need that you to someone... do this with the accent because we're talking about Jack All the right, Ripper. Sorry, they yeah. found a blanket, right? Yeah. DNA. Right, where? DNA. But where did they find it? All right, you're not hearing me, love. From a blanket. Where? In Someone Kent, had in it. It was Who? auctioned oh, in London, oh and they found it. They tested it, right? Tested it, and they found DNA, and they believe it was linked to someone in that area. In the no, time. I can't. I can't. Mate. No, you no, need to because it's, it's been actually proven, loves. He literally, literally. gutted these people gutted. from sternum to sternum. Gutted. Took out the <laughs> intestines. Right. And he might have been found. So rest in hell. Rest in fucking pig in shit. Pig shit. Do the same job every day. Like be a retail person every day on Black Friday. That's your hell. Jack the Ripper. That's hell. Yeah, that's bad. hell. And Forever that's Twenty One, folding Ooh, the, the or listening the to this fucking English accent for twenty four seven. <laughs> Fuck off. No offense. Hmm. Never. That's fine. He hmm. doesn't have a good one either, Mm-mm. so he's fine. Um, we're gonna talk about either. E- well, we're no, talking about May. Can everyone please go post if you watch this on Ashley's Instagram or anything? If you like our accents or not, please. Yeah, please, please. immediately. Actually, you I'm will get make, a shout out on the next podcast if you shout comment. The fuck out! I'm gonna please. make a quiz. If you like it or if you don't, I don't care. You'll get shouted out, and I will tell a, a, a everyone. Poll. I'll a take poll. a poll. Please. Because I think it's pretty great. And put a snippet, love. Yeah. Now, our cousin Andy hates it. He says it's the worst he's ever heard. But I've actually heard other people oh, say that. The worst. It's, yeah, the worst. We'll work on it. Okay, it's continue. Fine. We're going to talk about three serial killers. Um, the first one is Aileen. Eileen. Eileen Wornos. And she is the only female ser- serial killer that we're going to talk about. Women account for just over 11% of all serial murder cases in the past century. Doing pretty good on those odds, ladies. I'm impressed. I'm really Thank you. impressed Keep with it your up. control because I can't believe you haven't Keeping it low but noticeable. Like, it's, it's, come on. it's commendable. 75% of male serial murder cases were sexual. 52% for female was financial. Mm. Get that bag. Women are far likely <laughs> to kill people they know and do so with asphyxiation and poisoning. Whereas men. 
Come on, Eileen. Come on. Yes. Come on, Eileen. I should have worn my Eileen shirt. You should. You said you were well, gonna. I know, but then I realized it was here, and I was like, wait, I have to wear it to work. It's like a low boob crop top. <laughs> it says, I'm with her, and she's in the classic pose where she puts handcuffs her handcuffs to, to her, her neck. neck. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And it says, I'm with her. Because we're with you, Eileen. And I have that Are shirt we? in a crop and a full length. I actually I have a question myself. for you about her yes. and whether or not. No, we're not. I don't think. No. I'm going to no. actually discuss that in the article. So, thank you, Eileen. <laughs> Whereas men typically kill their victims through strangulation, shooting, or death by torture. Right. So, men. As you deserve. <laughs> what is your question? Can you leave? Sorry. Right. Men leave. Um, a young Wornos experiencing experienced a lot of trauma in her yes. childhood. So let's just talk about that really quick. Her parents yeah. divorced. Her mother died. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, her I'm sorry. Her father, father killed himself. Well, after he was accused of being a pedophile, he went to jail. Correct. Before she was born. They she never was met. A, she was abandoned. She, Her mom was forced to leave her when she was like, when she had Eileen, mm-hmm. because she was a whore, according to her grandparents. Correct. And then her grandpa and her grandma, very abusive physically, her grandfather... Uh, raped her his friends raped her she was impregnated by someone and they cannot figure out if it was her grandfather or Or his his friends friends. and she was impregnated and forced to give birth to this child so we are talking about give it up and then she gave it up for adoption and her brother and then he kicked her out and then her brother well they did some stuff well they they may have had a relationship i think Mm. it may have been something like she's like what is this i've done this before with my family right i'm gonna do is this what i'm supposed to do exactly and then she was forced to live in the woods because she she was kicked exactly exactly the woods the woods woods. yeah and where was she from she was from um it doesn't say no my shit i looked it up earlier florida write it down no she moved to florida later but she was from like, I don't know, fucking Utah or some shit like that. So she killed a guy. Well, okay, so let me give you a little background okay, here. Go ahead. Okay. So after all we said that, she was literally fourteen mm-hmm. when she had that baby. Right. And then he kicked her out right. at fourteen. Right. Or maybe thirteen, fourteen. It was thirteen. Yeah, exactly. Can you remember yourself at thirteen? Yes, like, I was about to go to boarding school. <laughs> so I'm not the best example. No, but I but couldn't. It kind of what? That was a good was, episode too. It was a great episode. Go back to episode um, okay. number five. A man who has no name has confirmed that uh, apparently Eileen Warnos was from uh, Rochester, Rochester, oh, New York. Michigan. No, no, oh. not not New York, Michigan. That was terrible. New York um, I know. I switched it up, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, we switched. Um, I know. Anyway, so looks like a little hick town, nothing, nothing going on there, in it. Population thirteen thousand. Okay, so, so literally my neighborhood. Good. Yeah. Oh, it's near Detroit, so that makes a lot of sense. So kind of does um, a lot going on there for her mm-hmm. mentally, physically, and emotionally, yep. spiritually. Yeah. Um, so, so she's anyway, abandoned she's by her mother. Fourteen. She no, has a child. Her, yeah. yeah, her mom yeah. forcibly. Then her grandfather's raping her. Then her grandma dies, even though From she's cancer. not really nice to her. Right. And then grandpa's like, cool, hate you. Then he gets, she gets pregnated. He is even more mean, kicks her out. She lives in the woods, starts prostituting. Because she's how else 14, are you going to make money? And she already is addicted to alcohol. Correct. Hard liquor and beer, but mostly beer. By the way, alcohol is a theme. 
Yes. Among the three she ha- that we're talking It about. is. <laughs> and so she's literally 14. And then by the time she's 16, she's, I mean, she's still doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then, hold on, where? So then she moves, does her petty crime, you know, petty oh, yeah. crime, oh, yeah. got green eyes. Then she eyes. meets an old man. This was when she was about 18. And she's like, let me move him. to Florida. Yeah. He's 50. Yeah. He's a Florida businessman. Which sticks with the serial killer crime of petty women. Petty crime Let's keeps go doing ahead the and, and marry a rich guy because he was wealthy. Mm-hmm. And then weeks later, she he files a restraining order on her mm-hmm. because she assaulted him with a his own walking cane. <laughs> And so their marriage gets annulled real quick. She's real quick. continuing her little petty crime business. A lot of public intoc- intoxication, Lots. you know, petty theft, whatever. And then she meets Tyra Moore. Years later, they're lesbian lovers. They meet at a gay bar. They fall in love. She still is a prostitute. And then this is like probably 10 years after She's she got married. She's in her 40s at this point. Like, Was she 40? Uh, well, she, her first killing was, was 1989. Yeah. She killed everyone year. in one year. Mm-hmm. She had a spree. A spree. Oh, so she... that's what I'm going to ask you. Was she a serial killer? No. A spree is a short period of time. A spree is like boom, boom, boom. Because cool they off. say that she's like the most prolific. She is. That's a long time. But she's not a serial killer. She is. I feel like she's a spree she killer. Is. No, she's not. A spree killing is like boom, boom, boom right here. Cool off. 20 to 36 hours. Do it again. Boom, boom, boom. It's not months. A spree is boom, 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 short, cool off. Here's the other question I have. Because she killed men as a prostitute. She would have sex with them. Yes. And then shoot them in the back of the head. So what I think actually truly is that it happened probably the first time. I mean, she she's done her thing since, you know, Mm -hmm. 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So she knows her way around. So men hold are, on, hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, so would, the man without a mic says, would Wouldn't. men be her M.O.? So, yes, many would argue. Okay, actually, there's a quote that I, did I even write it down? Because it was kind of honestly offensive. But someone said that as a mental, as a psychologist, they don't, or whatever their degree is, they don't believe that sex work is work okay but okay but that's another episode right but because it uh, fucking is but but if if eileen considered work sex work as work then wouldn't the abuse that she suffered be workplace violence and okay. wouldn't she have acted appropriately okay that's so he said while i don't believe in point. that i'm like then why'd you even have to fucking say that why you forget? just say the point like yeah and mm. so i was like that's why i didn't quote it because i was like mm, i don't want to say it but here i am saying it so but <coughs> but so it's like so she experienced one too many things she'd already experienced it her whole entire life but she god been doing forbid that since 16 so why 14, did she her just, whole life her you whole mean life. from so, the inset yeah. right so why did she start killing random men how about she finally had enough and she said fuck you bitch and and shot him and then she goes, oh, this feel good. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He hit me a little too hard. I, I need to stop saying. Stop it. Um, <laughs> you really she do. says, you did a little too much. Oh, you know what I can do? Because I've done it already. Is shoot you. However. And then it becomes a pattern. I have a snippet 
from what she has said in the past, yes. which was, I know, I am so sick of hearing this. She is crazy shit. She went insane. I've been evaluated so many times. I am competent. I am sane. And I am trying to tell you the truth. I hate human life and I would kill again. Okay, but when Hold did she on. say that? This was prior to her conviction. Prior. When was it then? Uh, this was June 6th. I don't even know. I mean, I don't need a date. I just mean, was she arrested? Yeah, I don't know. She was in custody and they kept having all of these like hearings. Berating, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she's like, stop saying I'm incompetent to stand trial. Stop saying that I'm insane. I hate human life. So in the beginning, she was in the beginning, she she said, I was raped by this first guy. What was his name? Uh, uh, Oh, I have it. um, uh, What the fuck is his name? Mallory. Are you ready for this? Something Mallory. Richard Mallory. He She and, claimed he tied her up right, to a steering wheel correct. and attacked her. And Mallory had actually been convicted. But the way that she talked about him, mm-hmm. you believe it. The you article do. I read, she, you know, you she believe knew it. what she was saying. He told me, I mean, he took me yep, over. He said, yep, you're going to do yep. this. She said, no, cool off. He said, no, you're going to fuck me. And she's like, I don't want to. And yeah. he's like, you going to do it. And yeah. I mean, so that's what I'm saying is the first... So in the in what like I've read like the first one two maybe three maybe at max four are with heavy air quotes justifiable but the seven <laughs> I mean <laughs> seven for me um, so like I get it but it's also like when do you just maybe stop doing that? I think the problem is that get she a new line of work she was broken at the start. Broken at the start. She's a serial killer. killer. Exactly. And I don't think that she had this, like, a reason to kill seven people. She did. It was liberating. She was like, oh, fuck, yeah. This is what it feels. All right. So it's like the trauma turned her into that. But But didn't the trauma of... Cause it. Of what... Oh, wait. Not Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, wait. No. Not the BTK killer. No. Right. Just her. She had the worst. She I picked had, three different ones yeah. because it's all a little different. Yeah. But um, hers is the Hers is the worst. She is I a think serial she killer. Is she is a serial killer. a product she's of She's like the Ted Bundy, a female Ted Bundy. Yeah, she's a female Ted Bundy. Or um, if Charles Manson ever killed somebody because Charles Manson had a horrible upbringing. Right. Like, he actually, similar to I mean, her. Well, yeah. If he actually physically ever killed somebody. Right. So... I think that Eileen is guilty. Yep. I think that she she does not deserve like not she sympathy. went crazy in prison because she was already at the diathesis stress model. She'd already she reached that breaking reached point. That it was point. pooping out of her ass. Exactly. Her stress was out no. of her butthole. <laughs> her thermometer was at it was outrageous. No, it so. was crazy. And that's unfortunate because isn't it? <laughs> it is because unfortunate because she was born into a family that had she had zero nature control. versus nurture. It's really a fucked up topic. Yep. Let's move on to Jeffrey Dahmer. Thesis topic. <laughs> Let's move on to Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey is one of my favorites. The loner cannibal. He so, was killing from seventy eight to ninety one and killed seventeen people. He was a cannibal. Um, he used to dress his victims up and create puppet shows. He used to cre- recreate 
like uh, scenes where he would um, uh, reenact the dead bodies and wanted them to be like zombie lovers for him. Um, he actually at one point gave a victim a lobotomy. Mm. That victim then left the house and ran out on the streets and police came mm. upon him but because that guy didn't speak english cuz you know he why cuz he had a lobotomy spanish <laughs> spoke spanish yeah. and had a lobotomy and, uh, the police were like what's wrong with him and jeffrey Dahmer ran down and was like this is my boyfriend love. and he is drunk and the police didn't think to check jeffrey Dahmer's record mm. which had sexual assault on it so they let him go back upstairs with this guy and he then ended up in his fucking freezer so and the skull may have been used to masturbate with oh yeah he oh he used the bones he used everything so tell me um dr bun bun hi so medical doctor I was really Wait, what, interested. What is it? It's not. It's murder M- doctor. MD murder doctor. Murder doctor. Talk to me about Jeffrey Dahmer. Tell me from the start to finish. What do you know about him? Because I don't know much about him. Bringing back to Wait, what you... except barrels, barrels and gay African American barrels. Men. Barrels. Didn't he dissolve his victims in barrels? Oh, of I mean, acid? small little. Ba- yeah, barrels. Like okay. little barrels in his tool shed. And his neighbors were complaining of sounds smell. and smells. Yes. Go. That was when he lived. Yeah. So go. Well, I, I really was, I wrote down when you said the availability, desirability, and vulnerability, because that was really what he was into. He wanted necrophiliac is what he was at the core. Can you explain to the people what that means? Sex with dead bodies. Okay. He wanted them to be not moving. Like he said in one um, statement, I trained to view... I trained myself to view people as objects of pleasure instead of people. And he hated when partners would move during sex. Okay. Did Jeffrey Dahmer have any abuse of any kind that is noted, recorded, understood, anything like that? So he said, uh, according to, you know, records, he was deprived of, quote, deprived of attention as an infant. His mother was tense. She was like greedy for attention, this hypochondriac. Oh, it's about me. And you didn't, you know, you didn't. So my mom. Exactly. A lot. Just a lot. Argumentative, greedy sure. for attention and pity, depression. Father was away a lot. He was a teacher. Okay. So. And this is, he was born in the 40s. 60. Oh. 1960. So okay. he was stuck with mom at home all day while she was throwing and her she little had mini tantrum. No, she was just a, a hypochondriac, attention-seeking bitch. You know and this? What you you know? You yes. know? Yeah. Okay. Yes. From so okay. Perfect. She even tried to overdose on um what was it called? Uh, Equinil. So she was just a drama queen. Okay. Because dad so she probably was never had some home. fucking mental health issues. Exactly. Okay. Dad was never home. So he just had to live with crazy mom all day. Okay. As you can relate. Correct. No, but like as many people can relate, like right. mental health like, issues that go untreated because it's the 1960s. Exactly. The 60. It's literally 60 in Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Okay. So there is right. no help. And they're white as can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's no help. And, so they said that the father was away a lot and he was subjected to the mom's just, you know, her episodes and her attention seeking and he's pleasing her always. And then he quoted saying he felt unsure about the 
solidity of the family. Okay. Um, and just he just was abandonment vibes. Just okay. Really very. She wasn't into it, and he wasn't. He he got that vibe. And he, from an early age, like of age four, he was really into dead animals, dismembering them, um, keepsaking insects and butterflies and um, dead carcasses and stuff and bones and the way they crunch. And So would we say that Jeffrey Dahmer's mother was maybe not as present in his life because if they said he was deprived of attention okay so let's let's talk about this for just a second my sister-in-law has two boys okay and she knows every bowel movement of their day right like she knows when they shit she knows when they wake up the moment they wake up because there's cameras like she knows she knows when they move she knows when they shit she knows like if Jeffrey Dahmer's mom had postpartum depression that was untreated and then maybe bipolar that was untreated and ignored him and they don't have the same technology, technology not only that, but like the same sort of like Resources. attention to mental health. Um, we have a, a postpartum study right now. Right. Right. So can you imagine if Jeffrey Dahmer would have grown up now? And do you think maybe a theory that I didn't even research, do you think that the absorption of mental health care and the availability of antidepressants Mm -hmm. and anti-anxiety drugs Mm -hmm. and the understanding of postpartum depression, as little as it is, do you think that may have something to do with the fact that this generation has seen less serial killers like because there is more attention paid to the child because there's more attention paid to the mother i think that it would depend on location she's born in there in wisconsin sure um but even still there's you would have to agree there's more mental health care in wisconsin today than there was in 1960 I don't know that i don't think that i would say yes. when i went to school in the midwest it was I mean, it's not present. It's not present. It's not present. I really want this theory to like take it's off. It's not. It's not. It's different in the Midwest. I so mean, then, maybe now, sure, but also not significantly enough. It's just the population is not as dense. So there's not the need. There's not the volume of people available or the smarter so let people me say available. This. So then let me say this. What about the fact that mental health availability online is sure, present. Sure, so sure. we're connected to okay, more people. Okay, so here's people. Jeffrey responding back to an Instagram no, ad. No, 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 But I'm saying and like... And then Chanel calls the mom- and says, hey, you want to do a study? I can't. No, no, <laughs> listen. What if the mom has the ability to talk to other moms and she reduces her depression and she, she engages... To, no, no, no. If it was the same person as these her, his parents were right now... Do you hear what I'm saying, though? I do, like, 100%. I think that the reduction in serial killers I think killers he would have been also... caught sooner because okay. the school would have noticed. Right. 1,000%. I don't think the noticed. family would have made okay. any impact. I think it would be okay. the presence okay. now in his life, 1,000%. Okay. okay. Because I can, I can eat his, that. as I was going to mention, good segue, is that <laughs> when he... Wait. I've never done a segue. Robert always does my segues. <laughs> I've never done a segue, so I'm really excited. It's a segue. It's a segue. 
So his teachers noticed early signs of abandonment, but he was overall, he was smart, but he just wasn't uh, applying it. How many times have I heard that in my life? I would be like $5 rich if I had a nickel for every time I heard it. I wish she it's applied herself. So like, I get it. It's like, you're smart, but you're not showing it. I'm like, yeah, I just don't test well. But like he knew and so he, maybe ADHD. Well, yes, but it's he no because his attention was all around not interested. But oh, he presented okay. as smart, and they knew that he was smart, but he wasn't applying it. Okay, so he got back. So no grade. one cared. Well, right? Who was helping you at home? Nobody. But it's public school, so they're like, yeah. And I'm sorry that no one's helping you. Uh, <laughs> and that that looks like a personal problem. They also so, said he was an alcoholic. That actually started when he went to high school during the day. It was very quick. Hard alcohol. Quick. Very quick. Like 14, 15. And, and then he joined the army and continued alcoholism. Well, but prior to that, like when he was still in high school, he didn't have a lot of friends, but he found friends doing funny things, like making fun of himself, like causing a scene in the cafeteria. So he was like self-deprecating. over. Exactly. Okay. To be funny. And a guy that was actually his friend during that time made a comic out of him later in life and he's actually very successful it's like Dirk Bickdurf I think his name is and it's like a producer actually very I follow him on Twitter <laughs> and it was like a whole comic and he actually he reported feeling bad about it later he's like yeah I, I would hope I, so I feel bad that I didn't recognize I mean, we kind of noticed he was kind of weird but like we were so close to graduating what were we going to do care oh my god he didn't actually say that but that's what i'm saying is like what were they gonna do like what were we say gonna something say something about random dahmer like wow do a dahmer is what they'd because say the, and he'd go do something crazy what the fuck do a dahmer and he's like ah! pretend to have epilepsy basically or oh cerebral palsy god. a lot yeah what's the last name dirk burke burke durf or is like something Dirk durf it's literally like that just serve <laughs> search a durf dahmer Anyway, so so that's interesting though because what I read was that Jeffrey Dahmer grew up in a very normal household, and then his mom and his dad got divorced, and oh. that's when he began to feel that's the so cute. abandonment mm. issue. No, 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 and yes, but they were. There's actually a lot of good docudramas, maybe even on Netflix. I know at least on Hulu they used to be on Netflix. There's like at least two. And there's, they're really good. One's like a biopic. It was from the dude that was on Disney. It's actually pretty good. And then the other docuseries shows a lot more of his like sexual acts. Um, he was but he didn't definitely kill anyone. neglected. He didn't kill anyone until his late He had these 19, fantasies 18, from a young, young, young age. And since the age of four with the animals. And he yeah, even he said. He killed animals. His he dad was, yeah. said at the age of four, he remembers him saying that he was curious as to animals, quote, fitted together. Fitted animals, together. bones, parts, as their parts. Producer? So, and he loved the way that the, they crunched okay. the bones. Oh my God. Uh, his, his, he's a cartoonist, John Durf, not Dirk, Durf. Whatever, Durf. <laughs> Back Durf. Thank you, I was Durf. not John wrong. Durf, Back Durf. And he actually wrote like a comic called My Friend Dahmer, yep. which is all about wow. him in high school and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's gnarly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, cool so, so he cool told cartoonist. people when he was a child, I like the way they crunch. 
I like the well, way he they told fit his together. dad that because yeah. his dad uncovered things under their house one day and a bunch of old bones. Which at this point, if and you have a child, four. if you have a child who's four and they're uncovering bones and talking about how they crunch, you take them somewhere. The dad goes to like school and he's a teacher somewhere. and he goes and minds his own business and leaves them with crazy mom. So okay. then he goes and gets into taxidermy and he's spending all his time in the basement, like in the tool shed, doing all this. No stuff. offense to taxidermy. No, it's cool, but not when you're six. <laughs> okay. So, like, I'm 27, and I have, like, four bones okay. in my possession. And, like, two of them were gifts. From so, me! Three of them were gifts. From me! Actually, I have a bone that I purchased. The shark from Mexico. Okay, two bones. Okay, I have five bones total. I forgot about the shark. Like, shark is great, though. Like, hello. It's great. And I do, I'm not an alcoholic, and I'm not a pedophile. Anyway, so... Basically, so he didn't, he said he had always fantasized about, he he knew he was gay when he hit puberty. Okay. And I read that he had a short relationship with another guy, but yeah. they never had any sex. This is in the late 70s, early 80s, by the way, when homosexuality right. was like, oh my what, God. So si- 60, he's born in 60, so puberty he would have been 74. 74, yeah. 88, 84, maybe? he would have been 20. 72, maybe? Oh, wait. When yeah. did you get puberty, man? When? 13? When did your balls drop? When did your voice drop? Hmm. What? It's like 10 to 16. 10 to, okay, that's a very broad. That's a wide so range. I'm going to say 12 to 16. So late 70s, early 80s, right when the HIV AIDS pandemic is happening, Right when all, all the, the cocaine and the li- acid. Liberace is a bachelor. Liberace is a bachelor. Um, no, what do they call it? Uh, something bachelor. What do they call it? Percentage difference in mental health in Wisconsin from 1981 to now. Ooh. The percentage of what? Of uh, the amount of uh, health care facilities or mental health facilities in Wisconsin from 1981 till now. Till now. Has raised 3,292%. Wow. So I'm not wrong. 13 to 428. So, okay. So man without a microphone found that in Wisconsin, because I said... Did mental health maybe help the serial killer issue? And I said, no. And she straight up said, not in the middle of the country. But however, the mental health facilities that are offering treatment or help or mental health aid has risen 3,000 3,000%. From 13 to 482. What is that, per capita probably? I would like to reintroduce the theory that mental health care may have something to do with the reduction of serial killers. Now, Dr. Uh, Murder, mm. can you please uh, tell us about Jeffrey Dahmer's yeah. killing and so, how it was different from other people? Basically, why I wanted to talk about him was that he said that he fantasized super early about these weird, just kind of deviant things, as you will. Mm. He, as early as 14, fantasized about dominating and controlling a completely submissive male partner from as early to mid-teens, he said. So wait, I would like to stop right now and say that a dom and a sub are not necessarily deviant acts. Not being at all. Being someone submissive or being someone's dominant is actually um, mm, Normal. super fun. In been there, doing that, do that. Been, been you know there, done that, Got to the point where the eight that's trying, why I'm trying to hurry. the t-shirt and the cum stain. <laughs> no. Okay. No, but seriously, being a dom or a sub is a really fun thing to do in your relationship 
at some point. Also, going to a dungeon and being a dom or a sub in a BDSM community is completely normal, which could have been sussed out by some sort of mental health care physician. Right. But unfortunately, he took it to the point where being a dom or a sub meant I'm going to murder you so I can place your dead body in the position I want it. Right. And he was early when he was thinking about those things in Wisconsin. Like, so there weren't like six years BDSM old. dungeons or gay chat rooms or people he could talk to at school. So he literally could not tell anybody about anything that he's thinking. Correct. Ever, or else exactly. he would die and, and blow And I think up. it might have been like a soda pop where you shake it. it and no, that's exactly, that's why it's really yeah, sad. Because it is. he has been so open about everything that he's ever to felt. To this ever. day, he has well, he's zero. Dead. Well, well, to this day, because to the day he died, he had zero remorse. Which is my birthday. Okay. He had Which zero. Is weird. Okay. Which he Which has. Is not why I like him. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> he has zero remorse and he never. No, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I actually no, have a quote here. He doesn't. Where he said he did not intend to kill his first victim. At all, he meant to just take him home and drug him and touch him up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And then he what woke he said up was he didn't want to be alone and he didn't want him to leave. He said so he, he has hit him no with a dumbbell. Okay, that. Oh wait, that wasn't the first one. That was the second one. <clears throat> second one that I'm thinking of. <clears throat> so, um, first guy went on a date. Stephen Twomey. Yeah, he no, hit him with a dumbbell. Okay, yeah. Okay, so anyway, back to what I was saying though. <laughs> In the past, before you interrupted, <laughs> though, was that he was fine. Well, okay, for no. a summer. You know, and then his parents divorced. And then yeah. he had his first murder three weeks after he graduated. I know. Three weeks. And then he went to the after army. After you think all Dirk Bergdorf left him, <laughs> left his ass for the comedy store. And then he went to the army. Yeah, for five seconds. Continued and continued to drink. Right. He came out of the army and he started a he went to live with spree. his grandma. Well, no, there was a while. He I'm went to live upset. with his grandma. I'm he had a cooling off period I, of I nothing. Can't. It's a lot. But then it all went full throttle. And then, but the interesting r reports were that he just said he had this compulsion, incessant, never ending desire to be with someone at whatever cost. Someone good looking, real good looking. I have if some it, statistics. He said, yeah, okay. No, On Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. I have some. I want to hear it. Are you ready? Yes. The majority of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims were not white. Nope. They were black men, young black men. Hispanic too. They were, and too he Hispanic. wasn't old, but they were younger. Like, I mean, he was 29, 30, 27 to 29 when he was doing this. Mm -hmm. But they were younger and some, he did have some underage acts. Oh, absolutely. Jeffrey Dahmer served as a medic for two yep. years while serving in the army some believe that Jeffrey Dahmer had surgery at the age of four and it changed his mind mentally. Have you heard I've this? I've never heard that. I don't know what kind of surgery. What are you talking about? I don't I don't know. I literally There was no link producer? to click on. No. Can I'll you do it. can you look up Jeffrey Dahmer surgery age of four? Can you look that up? Don't you dare. Put it down. Don't you dare. Jeffrey Dahmer was almost caught on several occasions for his crimes. One time, 
a young boy could not speak English and was almost caught by police, but he couldn't speak. And Jeffrey Dahmer came out to him and said, or came outside and was like, oh, no, no, he's mine. Another time, a man had a lobotomy and yeah. could not speak and came outside. I, have you heard of this? Uh, the surgery was to correct a double hernia. Okay, actually, that's actually not false because I did hear that. I actually, as simply as Wikipedia said that, he did have a surgery. And before that, the teacher said that he was normal and fun and outgoing. And then after that, how would a surgery to correct a hernia? You're in fourth grade and you go under this surgery near this region that's so new and and you can't function the way you can for a couple of life-changing okay. weeks all right trauma. i mean okay 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 and then now no one touches my highest, pp and now look it up what's the know? highest iq you can have i just one want zillion because that's mine <laughs> <laughs> um three men escaped from jeffrey Dahmer. did you know this yep. okay do you know about them uh one tracy edwards uh, was escaped after being handcuffed and fought Jeffrey off. Um, Tracy Edwards, uh, he drowned. Oh, wait a second. What the fuck? That's crazy. Oh, my God. Tracy Edwards actually murdered someone later in life. So, so that's upsetting. Good. Uh, IQ and then was the highest. CNS. Yeah, no, multiple people escaped and he had multiple attempts. The police have had multiple encounters with him. Yeah. In different counties, different states before they were like, oh, wait, this guy may be a problem for us yeah. here in Milwaukee. And like, they're just so stupid to think that this white male who just yeah. looks like a, honestly, a, kind of a nerd, a they don't think he's going to do no. anything. And they he don't was think killing, he's gay or something. He was killing you know? young black men. Yep. In the 19... 19- who already look suspicious. So they're like, oh, a 80s? white guy says it's fine. Oh, mm-hmm. it's fine. Exactly. So there's not really like a number. Okay. Um, but to give you an idea, like Einstein and Stephen Hawking were about a 160. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer was a 150. Yeah. He was smart, but he just didn't apply it. Because he had so much going on mm-hmm. that he couldn't get past that he just fumbled and crumbled. Yeah. And then he got stabbed in prison, so. He did. Actually, they say that um, a lot of people in jail were tired of hearing him brag about killing people, and he got stabbed and died I in think prison. he was kind of autistic, and he took that mentality, or on the spectrum of the mentality of, like, notoriety in prison, and Again, he started talking too much they shit. they didn't really diagnose people with autism right. until the they 90s. They said schizotypal, or schizoid personality so disorder. So I'm gonna pose the question to you. Do you think... That's why I feel bad for him. ...that mental health care has progressed enough that he would have been prevented had he lived now. I would say probably about a 3,292%. The amount of hospitals that are in Wisconsin now that were not there before. I probably would have taken him on pro bono as Dr. Bun Bun. Mm, Dr. Bun Bun takes him on pro bono. Let's talk about the uh, BTK killer. BTK was actually one that I thought about last. Me and Janelle, shout out Janelle who's not here right now. Not because she's dead or anything, but because she had to leave early. She was going to stay. She helped me decide on this person because I, uh, the more I looked into his stuff, I was like, oh my God, duh. He's the perfect sexual deviant. He's a good example because we don't know who the Zodiac killer is, but BTK is a really good second place 
because he wanted to be caught so bad. So bad. Like, something happened to you, bro. Just say it. Just shout it out, bro. Just say it. Wear it on your chest, bro. Just let us know, bro. And he um, didn't, but he let us know a little bit. Um, So what I learned about him is that he casually grew up Wichita, Kansas. Nothing. Three brothers. No. Parents, but he said that his parents worked long hours and they felt neglected. Oldest of four. Yes. I can relate. But he felt neglected because his parents worked long hours and he said he felt ignored by his mom, especially, and he resented her for it. Also joined a military, like Dahmer, joined the military. Okay, but prior to even any of that, at such a young age, he had sadistic, same thing as Dahmer's, these sadistic sexual fantasies yep. about torturing, quote, trapped and helpless women. Trapped and helpless women. Hi. Man without a microphone has a question or a comment. Linking back to the availability of mental health in Wisconsin, wouldn't the availability of sexual deviancy online also... Yes, is in Can- well, he was in no, Kansas, you're but right. same thing. So, and this was in 74. Listen, this is only four years later. But this is actually later. genius. So... Being able to look up a certain type of pornography, do you think that would have stopped them from acting out that pornography in real life? I think that yeah, because I think all I've they heard, have is pictures. I think I've heard that uh, pedophiles, if given like a doll that looks yep. like a kid, they yep. don't act like exactly. they're given something, and they no, that's actually come. very it's true. Like, yeah. It's crazy it's how like the du- so, the dude's mind goes like as soon as you come you're like oh like I don't have that like I, yeah no a hundred back with Dahmer that I didn't percent. mention one of the dudes that he let escape well no he didn't he actually killed him but he was no, going to let him escape back. no he 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 drugged him and then he was like all of a sudden I wasn't attracted to it, him anymore but like what was I gonna do let him wake up and get mad so oh. he had to kill him but he was like I, yeah I did what I I usually do and I still didn't do anything for me oh. so wh- what are you gonna do then like he felt not attracted to oh uh, the, the, the one that you guys said was hispanic was oh laotian laotian he liked very dark men yeah. ah darker hispanic darker pacific islander wow. black men oh okay. okay shorter yeah skinnier smaller younger take advantage yep. got it yeah. Exactly. Vulnerability, desirability, and availability. Yep. But BTK... So I... BTK, like I was saying, so he had these these explicit fantasies about tying up women at a young age. But do you think, had he been able to be recognized in a mental health setting and have I the availability... I think your mom ignored you and you needed to suck it up. Because <laughs> there were a lot of people, like first immigrants... <laughs> That literally their parents did not speak English and worked zillions of hours and were not there. And you took care of your seven kids or or, uh, siblings. So you you didn't turn out to be a serial killer. Being a white guy. The fact that. And he had money. The fact that most serial killers are white. Yes. Males. But at the age of 33, the fact that most of them feel like rejection. They feel gypped. Okay. And the fact that most of them come from the United States, you feel like there is a pattern here. Yes. Where people need to grow the fuck up. It's like incels, but they don't just hate women. They hate everybody. They feel 
um, gypped from the world. Oh my God, I missed out because I'm so great and so smart and the world missed out on me. The women and everybody missed out on me and I'll show them. Do you think that's bipolar? No, it's just a personality disorder. Okay. Of psychopathy, sociopathy is exactly what it is. Sociopaths just think the world revolves around them, but it also doesn't apply to them. So the United States has so many more serial killers than anywhere else. 3,000 in the United States versus 100 in the UK. Do you think the United States is doing something different with the media? Do you think it's doing something different with mental health? Law. Law. Okay. And mental health. The fact that the law and the politics are so allowed to be so divided. Everyone has can have their own opinion. Do you think it's a little easier to get a gun here too? Also that. Okay. I would like to go try to get my own gun. Because honestly, whose mental health records are on public or on Sorry, you're going to run a background check and yeah. find out that I get it Vyvanse? No, the fuck you're not. Well, actually, maybe. No, the DOJ knows. <laughs> That's an acceptance. You're not going to know that I'm on FXer. No one's right. going to know that. No. And you're not going to know anything. You're just going to know that I've taken an amphetamine before. The interesting thing about the BTK killer is that he did not have any sexual relationships with his victims, I think. He actually satisfied his sexual needs by, by the dressing pictures. up yes. and taking souvenirs. Yes. So he would absolutely decimate a household or lock people in a bathroom and then kill other people who were opposed a threat yeah, to him. Yeah, shoot him. Str- usually he strangled them. But, but he did not have any nope, sexual gratification at the crime scene. That's why I picked him, because it wasn't about the sex act ever 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 who knows if he even jacked off to the pictures who knows right he wanted to just be the victim yeah he wanted to reenact the crime but scene he had another typical like if you look at eileen right that she, she endured a lot that was off and all Awful. she did was shoot a hoe and here's and here's jeffrey Dahmer, whose mom had Probably postpartum depression and whose dad, yep. they got a divorce. Like, yep. postpartum depression and divorce. Yep. Okay, buddy, like, that's everyone, right? Well, but, I mean, who knows but what wait, else but he wait, experienced. But wait. Yeah, yeah, I So I then the BTK grew up in a household that didn't have divorce. He said he had abandonment issues and, and attention. His mom ignored him. His mom ignored him. Because she had three other kids and she was gone. He was the oldest of four. Mm. I'm the oldest of nine. Like, okay. you're fine. But their stress, what is it? The what? stress diathesis model? The stress diathesis. Do you it's think, do you think that the BTKs was at like 80? Because what's mine at zero like how are we subjectively telling these people that they are more oh my god i'm can, so sorry my I, white can you, hit my microphone can i'm you so sorry leave? no it's basically just like i said in the beginning your ability to look at your behavior and be like cool yeah that's why i'm doing that so why have less people been sexual serial killers because in this we decade. have more awareness oh cool that's oh trauma oh, oh. that's why i've had sex oh. with seven people this week oh oh, oh got it oh that's why i do I, heroin like do heroin oh. i vomit after every meal weird okay so cool. mental health that's why i can't orgasm so, like got it exactly because like, you're realizing 
oh, instead of before, well, that's just uh, something's wrong with me. Be quiet. Something's wrong with me. You're don't you talk about it. Are, you, you don't pay attention to your child? You're oh, disgusting. You're disgusting. You, the child, the, something's wrong with the child. So mental health and serial killers, I, I really feel like that's the theory that's missing. Because all the other theories, the uh, increase in security. And that's on thesis. <laughs> the increase in um, like keeping people in prison longer for crimes like robbery and sexual assault. The and theory, keeping track. Yeah, the theory of keeping track of people from state to state. I feel like those three theories have been brought up numerous times, but I didn't once find anything about the theory of mental health and just the availability. And the availability. Of everything because in general. Both everything in the general. The man without the microphone and murder doctor thought that my mental health theory was nuts for Wisconsin until the producer Her. brought up the statistics. Wait, no, you brought up the, the man the without a microphone, microphone brought up the statistics that 3,000% increase in mental health. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. The cheese state. Imagine if you were lactose there. No. Without a gallbladder. That's where Ed Gein's from, too. No. Fuck yeah. What? Episode's yeah. done. Holy done. Holy shit. We're done right here. No, legitimately, I'm about to close this Drop out. Drop the so mic. bring up that song. Because right now... Yes, ma'am. I'm going to tell you. That was a solid ending. That was a literal only ending we can have to this and, episode. And um, moral of the story is do not ever go to Wisconsin, ever, <laughs> specifically Milwaukee, and do not, do not be a serial Actually, killer. Actually, California has more serial killers than Yeah, but it's because we're sexy. <laughs> we're so fine. Um... No, that's not why. No, it is. I actually wanted to just say that this episode was inspired by all the murder podcasts, so I hope that I joined the two. True crime. True crime. I would like to thank the man without a microphone because he sat here the entire time. Like, are you kidding me? Eventually you'll be on and you'll have a name. Yeah, next time we'll get you a microphone. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I'd like to thank um, Murder Doctor. Oh, me? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Hi. Thank Hello. you. You're welcome, love. Thank you so much, love. Yes. Thanks, all. everyone can vote, can vote on how Please great vote. our British accents Let are. Let me know. Is so it Essex? Is it, is right. It, is it Essex? Because that's what I think it is. Because we met a girl in We did. In we Bay met a girl. Bay. And she said that we had like a, a girl, spot on. A girl, she said. Girl. No. Girl. No, I said it. Oh, my God. Help. Whatever. Um, Emma. I would like to always... <laughs> Go on Instagram, What's Your Position Podcast, and please uh, send us any issues you have with the podcast, anything you'd like to talk about, anything you'd like to mention. Um, as always, we love you. Stay safe. Stay kind. Stay sexy. What's Your Position Podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.